I'm Jamelyn Steppen, and this is Want to Wanted episode number 93, Bucket List. Welcome to Want to Wanted, a podcast for women of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints who are ready to ignite not only their sexual desire, but all of their desires to create a more fulfilling life and marriage. I'm Jamelyn Steppen. I'm a certified life coach, a wife, and a mother of seven children. I'm excited to share my personal journey to desire with you and teach you how to desire more as well. Hey, everybody. Do any of you have a bucket list? Do you all know what that is? A bucket list is a list of achievements or experiences that you hope to have before you kick the bucket, before you die. And so today I want to talk about this idea of a bucket list. Not because I think you actually have to have one, but more because I am exploring whether I want one. In the past, when people would ask me if I had a bucket list, I would tell them, you know, not really, but if I did, going to Italy would be the only thing on it. So when I got to Italy, finally, I told my husband, I can actually die happy now. I really was just so content in that moment. If I never got to go anywhere ever again, I'd be so happy because I got to go to Italy. But I'm human. <laughs> and after a little while, I was got this burning desire to see lots of other parts of the world. And so now I've kind of caught the bug. So I at least could probably make myself a travel bucket list. Anyway, my daughter has what she calls a 100 list. And I like this idea as well. In fact, I like it so much because I think for some people, a bucket list feels almost overwhelming. Kind of like, I don't know what I would put on there. And whatever I put on there needs to really be worthy of a bucket list, like a thing I want to do before I die. And that can feel like a lot of pressure. Or it can feel like, why am I going to make a bucket list when I never can get to any of it? So if you feel this way, then maybe the way that my daughter does her 100 list might work for you. So she just keeps this list in the notes app on her phone. Her friend actually has a journal and it's just a list of things that she wants to do. And she's just trying to get to a hundred different experiences on that list, but they can be super simple, like slow dancing in the kitchen or seeing a double rainbow or something more epic, like becoming a mom or skydiving, which she's done. And I don't know how I feel about it, but she's alive. So that's good. And she's also super flexible with her list. If she does something and thinks, that was unexpected and amazing and feels like it should be on my 100 list, then she just adds it to the list. And anytime she accomplishes something, she just puts the date beside it so that she knows that she's done it and she can remember when. Now, the reason I think I want to do a 100 list or a bucket list is because I think it helps remind me that I am living an awesome life and there are still lots of great things to do. So for me, I don't want to think about things being worthy of going on the list, but more of the idea that anything is worthy of my bucket list or my 100 list. And the job of the list is to just keep me excited about my life I'm already living. I think a bucket list could actually be renamed my desire list because bucket lists aren't to-do lists, they're want-to-do lists. And this podcast really tries to help people learn what they desire and how to go get it. So if you hate the idea of a bucket list, call it my desire list or what I want to do list or something maybe super lame like that. But just remember, no matter what the list is called, it's helping you keep track of what you want most and helping you reach some milestones that are important to you. So after I talked to my daughter about her 100 list, she told me to look it up online because she was sure that there was a book or something about it. So I didn't find a book, but I did find an article from Y Magazine about a man named Stacy Taniguchi, who is a Marriott School professor and is 
an expert in living. That's what they say. He's an expert in living. So he's the one who promotes and teaches this 100 list idea because he has lived it. And he's had some incredible experiences in his life because of it. In his interview, he said, it was not just haphazard, like speaking of his amazing experiences, it was not just haphazard. I was very intentional about what I wanted in this life. So at 16 years old, Taniguchi saw a photograph in Life magazine with a man holding his list of 100. It was 100 things he wanted to accomplish, and he had finished his list. And this was so inspiring to Stacy that he made his own, starting with things like graduate from high school, go to college, build a house. Now, here is where he feels like his 100 list differs from a bucket list and where you can decide which list speaks to you. Because he says that his 100 list is not a bucket list. This isn't a checklist of things you do before you die. You use to plan to live. Okay, so it's not about I want this to happen before I die. It's like I really want to live and this, this list helps me live. So he has rules for his 100 list and one of the rules is you don't have to finish the list. You're creating the list to just help you live, to actually let you thrive, not a list that bosses you around and tells you how to live. Does that make sense? Like I said before, sometimes I think people get caught up in these lists or avoid them because they feel like the list is now going to rule their life instead of using the list to improve their life as an idea center for creating the life you really want, a life that you can thrive in. So here are Stacy Taniguchi's rules for his 100 list, okay? I'm gonna share them with you. You don't actually have to follow any of them. I'm just gonna share it. So number one, his first rule is decide to thrive. He says this, it is a choice. You have to decide whether you want to endure or thrive in this life. And if you want to thrive, then you have got to prioritize it. Okay, so number one, decide to thrive. Number two, know your governing values. He says, what I don't want you to put down on your list is, I wanna try everything. Put things on your list that bring you closer to your values. Don't put things on your list that are in conflict with your values. Okay, so know your governing values. Number three, choose wisely. It's okay if it takes you a long time to come up with 100 things. He does allow for adding things to your list in retrospect. Okay, so if you're like, oh, that was so cool. I'm adding that to my list because I did it. Or I remember that we did that and I'm going to add it to my list. Also, remember that your list has to be your list. You can borrow some ideas from other people's lists, but this has to be your list because thriving for you is not going to look the same as it does for other people. So choose wisely by choosing for yourself. Number four, this is his fourth rule. You can't take anything off your list. Now, if for you, this feels stifling or rigid or holds you back from doing a list at all, don't follow this rule. But I will say, after reading about this, I can see why he tells you to keep it on your list. First of all, if you've made the list based on your values and you've chosen wisely, it most likely won't need to leave your list. I think his idea is to honor what was important enough to be on your list in the first place. And he has some really neat experiences that he shared of people who felt like their life circumstances had changed and made some things on their list kind of impractical or impossible. And yet he was able to help them still cross that thing off of their list because they just kept at it, kept it on the list, and things happened to make it possible. So number four is you can't take anything off your list. Ignore that rule if it bothers you. Rule number five, better yourself, uplift others. So he suggests that when you go to add something to your list, ask yourself two questions. Will this make me a better person? 
And will this help me uplift and have a positive effect on others? Again, this isn't meant to make your 100 list or your bucket list feel overwhelming. It's meant to help you create more meaningful experiences on your list if you want. And his sixth rule is take some risks. Put some things on your list that will stretch you, maybe things that feel awkward even. Now, I share these rules with you not to make you follow them, but just as guidelines if you want to use them as you make a 100 list or a bucket list. One of Taniguchi's governing values is what the philosopher Frederick Nietzsche called the eternal recurrence of the same. Okay, this is the philosophy. It's the eternal recurrence of the same. And this is the idea that a person should live their life in a way that they would be willing to relive that same life over and over again with no changes. So he feels so strongly that he wants to be someone who would say, you betcha, if he was asked to live his life again because he made it so meaningful the first time. So I did a little research on some common bucket list items, and I thought I would share them with you just in case you want to start your own 100 list or bucket list, or if you want to add to one that you already have started. So there was a survey done by YouGov that says that the number one item on most people's bucket list is, can you guess? Get healthier. Okay, so 41% of adults surveyed had that or something kind of along that line, get healthier as their number one bucket list item. Okay, 35% had traveled to an exotic location as their number one, and 29% had achieve a wealth goal as their number one thing on their bucket list. Other really popular bucket list items include make good friends, go to university, fall in love, get married, buy a car, buy a house, have kids, retire early, be my own boss, start a garden, build my dream home, and learn to invest. So if you're just starting your list, you could also use some categories to get your juices flowing a little bit. So one category could just be challenges, okay? So think of anything you feel like that would interest you and be challenging and write them on your list. And remember, you can change your list at any time if you want. Nothing is stuck in stone, just brainstorm, then be thoughtful about it, add it to your list. So some examples of a challenging bucket list would be to run a marathon or write a book, peak a mountain, or maybe renovate your kitchen. You could add thrilling things to your list, such as skydiving, bungee jumping, whitewater rafting, kind of those types of things. You can add sports to your list, okay? Like go hunting, learn to fly fish, play on a woman's volleyball team, learn how to play pickleball. Many, many people have travel on their list. So go to a new country, go on a safari in Africa, stay in a secluded cabin in the mountains, visit a castle, go to your nation's capital city, right? These are all things you could do. Another category could be kind of a just for fun, like hunt for sand dollars on a beach, go kayaking, have a tea party, sleep under the stars, go to your local symphony, go sledding, take a ride in a limousine, or go out to a new restaurant in your area. Okay, those are options that are just for fun. Here are some ideas that you could add to your bucket list for your mind, okay? Read a classical novel, learn another language, take a class, learn to paint, learn to play an instrument, take up a new hobby, do a puzzle, learn how to do Sudoku, take singing lessons, go to a dance class, read a biography, or do family history. And here are some health ideas for your list because most people have some kind of health thing on their list. Run a five kilometer race, learn how to meditate, reach my goal weight, 
Eat a new food that has good health benefits. Start an herb garden. Learn how to cook a new meal. Get off of social media for a week. Write in a journal for a year. Your 100 list or your bucket list, whatever you want to call it, doesn't have to be about just having experiences either. You can put things on that list that you want to create, right? Like I want to make a sand castle. I want to paint something or make a piece of art. Maybe you want to learn to sew or make stained glass or write a song or design a website. Like making a scrapbook or refinishing a piece of furniture. Those are things that you create. Now the website I found also gave me some really unique ideas that you could put on your list. So here's just a few. You could chase a storm. Buy a piece of Tiffany jewelry. Stay at a fancy hotel. Do a polar bear plunge. Own an original piece of art. Send a message in a bottle. Dive off the high diving board. Go ice fishing. Take a mud bath. Attend a pig roast. Or participate in a parade. I just hope this is giving you some ideas if you're wanting to make a bucket list or a 100 list. I suggest that you have some really big things on your list and then some really simple things because sometimes just buying yourself flowers to put in your kitchen or in your bedroom is impactful in your life. It's just a different experience to have. If you remember any past things that feel bucket list or 100 list worthy, put it on your list. It will help you see how you are already thriving in your life. If you think hard enough, you may be able to come up with a 100 list of purely past experiences that can inspire you to keep desiring, keep wanting, keep thriving. Want to want it, everyone. Before this podcast is finished, I hope you'll have one thing that you can put on your list. You only have about 15 seconds, so start thinking about it. Have a great week, everyone. Get desiring. Create your desire list, your bucket list, your 100 list, whatever it is. Just do it. Bye. Thanks for listening today. If you like what you hear on the podcast and you'd like to learn more, feel free to head over to my website, jamelandstephancoaching.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at jamelandstephancoaching.com.